Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Graceffo and Waller back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City producing the broadcast. John Fass with another update here in about 27 minutes. Huge questions of the night. How do you feel about the NFL preseason? Cut it down to two? Eliminate all the games? Add one game on to the regular season, like I said. One game on to the playoffs. Add two teams from six to eight in the AFC and the NFC. You can answer those questions at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. How do you feel, anybody who's watched any of your local NFL preseason games, I think the offensive and defensive pass interference reviews, as Jimmy G said during our conversation in hour one, I wholeheartedly agree. Total train wrecks, more delays. This is America's biggest sport. This is a league that prints billions. I'm talking cash cow beyond belief. Yet some of the decisions they make are like they just throw something against the wall to see if it will stick or if you'll buy it. I I, I really think that they know the Saints were robbed and why they did one year was to say, we're sorry. That's it. I can't change it, right? Can't do that. So you tell me what you think. And also the fantasy football guys on CBS Sports Radio are locked in 10 p.m. until midnight now through the end of the year. How many of you listening play fantasy football? Have you dropped fantasy football because you just got caught up in life? Have you switched over to legalized sports gambling in your state where I think Jersey has done over $3 billion? Graceffo, I don't think it's been legal for a year yet in Jersey, has it? Uh, it's been a year, apparently. One one year? Like close to a year? Uh, I think it's going on two now. Is it going on two? Almost two. They said, like, well, since last September, maybe I, I thought it was legalized then, that they've done over $3 billion, something I read. Three billion on sports gambling. It's amazing. So tell me, fantasy football, legal sports gambling, the one-day fantasy games, or illegal sports gambling, what are you doing? Ramping up, getting ready for football. You can also drop that huge opinion at one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. Out to the audience we go, Ryan, in beautiful Baltimore, Maryland, here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Huge, how you doing tonight? Doing good, buddy. Good. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much gave up on uh, traditional fantasy 
<clears throat> myself and my friends, we kind of just started doing like weekly, like starting up groups on, you know, one of the fantasy websites and we'll just do a separate, you know, thing every single week. So in that way, if you're out of it, oh, and five after the first five weeks, everybody's still in it every single week. Um, so that's pretty much what we've switched to for fantasy. All right, Ryan. Well, thank you, Baltimore, for joining our, joining our conversation. The best thing I've ever done, a survivor pool, uh, and I love them, where you have to pick, and usually it's against a spread, and you can't pick the same team twice, and it's really cool. And whether you, you do a survivor pool league where you throw in 10 bucks, I did one during my time in Chicago where you threw in $1,000. Hmm. 150 people, Jimmy G, winner take all. Yeah, Jimmy G. 150 people put a thousand bucks in survivor pool against the Vegas spread on that Monday or Tuesday, and you never could pick the same team twice. Hmm. Can you get me in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do the math on a thousand bucks a person. And and you think about it, okay, you're going to do that for 17 weeks. So the way they hooked you was there was weekly winners got like, you know, two grand or something. And then the rest was the winner take all with the best record overall. So it kept you going, even if you were out of it, uh, week 17. So if you take 17 weeks, Times a thousand bucks. What is that? Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks a week. I was right? told there'd be no math. Is that fifty-eight point two? Hello, could you get uh, Sean Mraz on the phone? You the, got a better chance of me walking out of here. Than the resident, the resident math expert, uh, producer for the DA show. Could we get him on? Him or Zach Gelb handle CBS Sports Radio analytics. That was cool. That was, that was that was fun during my time in Chicago. Let's keep it in Baltimore, Cody. Thanks for the wait. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Huge. Love the show. Try to tune in every week. Thank you. Um, thank you. Uh, so you're talking about NFL season, preseason. I think that we definitely could limit the number of preseason games, but I think that there is a level of importance not to the fan base at all but to the teams themselves, to get to see their players who aren't the starting the starting lineup that they know are going to start on opening day, to see what they have to try to make the team. Um, if you want to eliminate more than – if you want to eliminate preseason games, I think the best way to do that is to have every week each team has a joint practice with another team so that they can have a little more of a simulated environment while they're practicing – and that might help limit the injuries and how awfully boring the preseason football is. And I completely support expanding the playoffs to another team, maybe granting another bye to the second-best team in each conference, because who doesn't like more football? Amen. That's why at, at a regular season game, and Cody, thanks for the call, in Baltimore we start with two calls uh, from that beautiful city. Yeah, you you you. You eliminate preseason, you do the joint practices, NFL Network or your local station, you know, carries a joint practice wrap-up show. You watch the highlights and you 
you see a rook, you see the quarterback, you know, he has the red shirt on, so he can't get hit, and you're not looking for big hits when you're watching preseason. Uh, you then add one regular season game on, expand the playoffs by two teams from 6-8 to eight in the AFC and NFC. I think it's time for the owners to make Bill Simonson the NFL commish. Let's go out to San Diego and Robert. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Huge, great show as usual. I'm a first-time caller. Um, first of all, I'm a 40-year season ticket holder for the San Francisco 49ers. So for 40 years, I've been paying full price for two, pre- two preseason games every year that are completely worthless, and I can't even give the tickets away. That's my first problem, and everybody who sits around me doesn't want any preseason games. We'd rather have, like the previous caller said, scrimmages with other teams. My other comment is on the pass interference rule, and um, I've seen enough 50-yard pass interference penalties to say that let's go to the college rule, and then I'll support I'll support um, you know having no no instant replay for pass interference. But when a referee can change a game, especially with less than two minutes left, with a 50-yard penalty, that's the only penalty in the entire game of football that's more than 15 yards. I have a real problem with that. So there are two common sense types of, you know, things that really need a solution. And I'll, I'll just give it to you from here. You're, you have an amazing show, and I really enjoy your show and listening to it. Yeah, thanks, Robert, in San Diego. Wow. And he has season tickets to the Niners. So he must have a private jet or helicopter that takes him from San Diego up to Levi Stadium. Yeah, I like that. If you're, if you're going to do the review, then make it a 15-yard penalty. But then you got to get teams just tackling guys if it's late. So if we go back and forth and we look at it, then you're just going to be told to tackle somebody and you'll take the 15. And the ability for the NFL to manipulate that and get a team that they want to advance. Mm. Just by overturning, and, and trust me, we've all seen replay. We've all wondered, uh, Major League Baseball umpires, we've seen VAR in soccer, we've seen NFL replay, where you're like, how did they, how did they overturn that? Or... How did they miss that? How did, it is so blatantly obvious, how did they miss that? And we'll we'll scream at the TV. You've seen that in all replay. And, you know, get your team that you want. The NFL knows that one call, like you just said, Robert, out in San Diego, that 50-yard penalty. You want Brady... Again, they go back and forth. Here's Josh Gordon, and we Brady deflated footballs. Oh, my God, they're cheating, too. I think he sees the ratings with Brady and Mahomes in the AFC Championship game and, you know, Roger Goodell, whatever way the wind's blowing. I mean, man. Then I more reviews. It's like baseball. Rob Manfred will talk out of both sides of his mouth, the baseball commissioner. And we want to speed up the game. We want to read some millennials. We want to do this, clock this. And then you'll just have these umpires all have to run in, all get together around the headsets that look like the same headsets I buy my kids to play Fortnite. And here's another stoppage. 
Time to get in another sponsor. And again, I, I'm not going to downplay advertising. I'm in the radio business. It's what keeps the business alive. You want to join us live? one 855 cbs That's one 855 Rick in Toronto, listening on AM590. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Okay, thank you for taking my call, Bill. Uh, basically, I do not agree having 18 regular season games in the National Football League. I think it's dangerous. I rather, Personally, I would rather go back to 14 and have six preseason games. I also wanted to talk about past interference or review. The Canadian Football League has that. You should look at that, Bill. That's another example of trying to do it. And I wish the CFL would go back to 16 games in 18 weeks instead of going 18 weeks games in 821 weeks. I think there are too many games in the Canadian Football League. The whole season is a mess with nine teams in the league. So hopefully the CFL will reduce the number of games. I think it would be a better league. And I think the NFL should go even maybe go down to four teams in each conference in the playoffs and reduce that possibly in the future. Hopefully that will be a better thing for the NFL. Thank you. I have a good night. Don't get too worked up there in Toronto, Rick. Calm down, okay? Thanks for listening on AM590. I've always wondered why the Canadian Football League doesn't become NFL Canada. Seriously. Okay, for our Canadian listeners, NFL Canada, they would play by the NFL rules. Their season would start earlier. They would have deals with NFL teams to provide a certain number of players. So the NFL could get a look early at a rookie. Now, this would kind of fits into our conversation about less preseason games because if they're playing in games that mean something, playing for the Grey Cup in Canada, I love NFL Canada. Hey, we get along when it comes to baseball and hockey. I think that's a great idea, NFL Canada. They market the shield. Those teams get deals with... You know, there's 32. How many Canadian Football League teams did he say there were? Nine? So they cut deals. Each get three, four teams they work with. Each team's allowed to send two or three players to play for them. And now you get a rookie. You get a veteran they want to get a look at. A quarterback who can get some throws who might be a backup, might even start. But he's not going to supplant Mahomes in Kansas City, let's say, for sake of this conversation. NFL Canada, another idea as to why I should be the commish. You can join us live right now. We have about 35 minutes left together. 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at geico.com. Graceffo and Wall producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio, New York City. John Fass with another update here in just about seven minutes. Huge questions of the night. Should we do away with preseason football? What do you think? What about starting the regular season earlier? 
What about the offensive and defensive pass interference reviews? That I hadn't seen them until tonight in the Lions-Texans exhibition game down in Houston. Slowing it down even more. TV timeouts, which I get. You know, you're going to pay the NFL billions for TV deals. You're going to need TV timeouts, but now more reviews. And, man, it's a one-year trial run. But the easiest way, as I said when I opened last hour, is this. Each coach gets one. You get one. You can review one, But even then, as Graceffo said, you're going to abuse it because then you're going to have one left. You're down seven, let's say, right? Play can't end on a you know offensive penalty or defensive penalty. You have the football. You're going to chuck it, not necessarily a Hail Mary to the end zone, but somewhere within the 20, hope you get a call, and then you can take a shot to the end zone. I mean, it's just... I, you know, part of me says that it, it should only be in the red zone where you could review it. Because now you're going to take away the 50-yard penalty, and it would be, okay, you're inside, you know, the red zone, that we'll, we'll say inside the 25s. Breeze throws a fade pattern to the 8. No PIs called. Peyton challenges it. It gets overturned. They get the ball first and goal at the 8. They still have to score. You know, now just throwing a Hail Mary and was it incidental contact? Were they fighting each other in a 50-yard? Let's say most quarterbacks 50-plus easily. 50-yard penalty? As Robert from San Diego said, yeah, I don't I don't agree with that, but you can join us at 1-855-2124-CBS. Let's go to Ryan in Winnipeg, Manitoba, in Canada. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, Bill. How are you? How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, you brought up the CFL, why you never understood why the CFL became the, like a minor league for the NFL. Not minor league. They uh, would just be NFL Canada. Right, but if you're playing NFL rules, that would never happen in, in Canada. I could tell you that. Why? Nobody, it might go over in Toronto, but it would never go. Like, I live pretty much in the heart of the CFL right here in Winnipeg, Regina, Calgary, Edmonton would never go for that. We don't. We want our own game. We don't want a watered-down version of the NFL. We want our own game. We have, you know, Canadian, lots of Canadian players playing in our league, and we don't, we don't want to be like, you know, NFL Junior. I mean, I don't know if you know, but uh, on Thursday there's an NFL preseason here in Winnipeg, a uh, preseason game, Raiders-Packers, and they have sold, I believe, 15,000 seats out of, like, 35. Really? Nobody so it's not going NFL. over well? No, nobody wants the NFL preseason. And, well, I mean, first of all, they overpriced it. I mean, the average ticket is, like, 250 bucks, and... No one's going to pay that to watch Aaron Rodgers take a couple of snaps and then sit on the sidelines. So is uh, so in Winnipeg or Manitoba is are are the Packers or the Vikings more the team of choice? I would say the Vikings, but it's pretty much split up. Like there's a lot of fans of every team, like the you know Vikings, 
Packers, Raiders, Bears. I know people that like the the uh, uh, oh, just just uh, the Cowboys. I mean, everybody likes every everybody likes all the teams here. Thank but you for the call. We'd rather watch it. I'd, I'd rather watch it on TV, though, to be quite honest, than go to it. All right. Well, like, I, I even watch it. I yeah. appreciate I appreciate the feedback on the Canadian Football League from Winnipeg. They don't want it, and they limit the Americans. What I I wanted to ask him: How many Americans does each Canadian Football League team get? Could you imagine if American pro sports limited non-U.S. citizens on their rosters? Oh my lord! Oh, wow. Yeah. Just take a look at the political climate right now. Would that, like if the NBA said there's a limit, you could have two foreigners on the team, or baseball said that, or the NFL, any, any pro sports league in America. There would be a revolt on the streets. But most other countries have those rules where they limit the number of foreigners who can play. That's why we're the greatest country on earth. Uh, Tech Priest Mac tweets at Saturday Huge, it is past time the NFL created a professional minor league a la Major League Baseball to preserve the roster, increase depth, and develop talent while reducing the rush to abandon the NCAA for the pros. It's an untapped market that will extend the preseason experience. I love that. You know, how does the NFL not have a true AAA team? I know some will say, well, you know, college football is the minor league feeder for the NFL. No. Take a city like you do NHL to the AHL, right? You know, Major League Baseball to a AAA franchise. Take a city that would be your AAA where guys can play. Then now you limit preseason, but they're starting their season in mid-July. Okay? So they could still be taking part in your training camp and maybe do your training camp at the spot where that team is playing. So you, you, you pick the closest big city to where your NFL franchise is at. Correct? So Maybe in Cleveland, you put it in Toledo. Maybe in Detroit, you put it in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Maybe in Chicago, where I think the Hawks, their AHL team, I think is out in Rockford, or they might play right there on Rosemont. I'm not sure with all the affiliations. But you have options, and you create a brand that's – and originally some thought – that's what they were going to do with arena football when there was talk that the NFL might buy it and that would be the feeder. But go play real football. Start your season earlier. Take your brand to another city. NBA's finally doing it with a G League. Eventually those kids can go from high school straight to a $150,000 contract with the G League, and they're doing a pretty good job right now with Commissioner Silver on growing that G League brand. NFL should do the same thing. But when you're printing billions, you don't want to invest in a minor league affiliate because you have college football sending you all that talent. 
and branding some of those stuff. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We are back live across North America each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions. Tonight we have Graceffo and Wall producing. Is Zach Gelb coming up in 20 minutes? He is. He's awesome. Did he get to do, like, mornings on CBS Sports Radio? Is he a rising star? Apparently. Man. All right. Big Z uh, in in 20 minutes. By the way, later tonight at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, the toughest sport on dirt takes a stage in Houston for the Windstar World Casino and Resort Invitational. The Unleash the Beast series continues on CBS Sports Network. That's the TV version. Now, we do have our huge questions of the night. How many of you would like to abolish the preseason? Are you a fan of that new offensive and defensive pass interference reviews? I'm not. You still playing fantasy football? Are you gambling on sports, doing both or none? A lot to talk about. You can join us at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. During the last break, I was talking to Graceffo back in New York City, and we are discussing the Jay-Z reportedly will become a majority owner in an NFL team. TMZ reports making him the first black person to be a majority owner in the league's history. The team itself was not disclosed, but a source told the site that the deal is imminent and that Sean Jay-Z Carter wants to continue to be a change agent for the NFL. The old change the system from within, while of course profiting, which has created uh, a lot of controversy. Colin Kaepernick said, now that you're going to become a part owner, you got to sign me, right, Jay-Z? Mm. Some are saying that he sold out. I'm like, come on. The dude's a self-made billionaire. Eric Reed calls the move despicable. What, that the guy gets a chance to become the first black owner? Cross that barrier? And Jay-Z has earned everything, and he's branched out beyond music? And, and he has Beyonce as a wife? The question is... What team is it? Mm, what, what team is ready to give him majority ownership? Man, and it has to be a big city. I mean, to to fit Jay-Z's image, you know, we were thinking, Mara family's not going to do it with the Giants, right? Well, you're a Giants fan, correct? Never in a million years, Jay-Z will be part of the New York Giants organization. What about the Jets? Could that be time for a switch there? I don't know the status and not stability, but just where the ownership's at now. I think the Johnson family, it's still, they're still going to do their thing. We we know Woody's out in England with the Trump administration. His son, I believe, is uh, running, uh, running the team right now. Or his brother, I'm sorry. But no, I don't see Jay-Z being involved with the Jets either. What about Kraft? No. 
Now he wouldn't give that. So who's so who is not Laurie and Philly? It wouldn't surprise me if he did take a small market team, maybe like Jacksonville out there, for example, and then eventually makes his way. No, because it has to be it has to be a team that has a heavy big city feel to it. I'm sorry. I, I believe for Jay Z to be the first black owner, majority owner, if that's what TMZ is reporting. Then it it can't be in a in a city. It has to be in a city that Do you think has the Chargers, it, maybe. Ooh, the Chargers. Then their owner uh, just passed away in the last ooh, year. There you go. There we go. L A. Be a big option. Hollywood, right? Beyonce. It just by uh, saying that right now, it just opened a new can of worms here. There you go. That it, uh, like I said, it had to be in an urban area, and I and I mean that that if you're gonna if you're going to be the first black individual to become a majority owner in NFL history, it, it can't be in a small market and has to, and now it will be LA it's Hollywood. And by the way, aren't the chargers moving into that new stadium, right? They are in 2020. Yes. Yeah. And stability there. Well, you know, and you look at the Rams and you look at the chargers and now Jay Z and Hollywood, Los Angeles with a team? Yeah, he's not going to go to any small market. That It's the Chargers. Uh, now when you look at it, flat out, or you have two NFL teams, and you're trying to draw and create interest for both. And by the way, now you got the Clippers and the Lakers. Just Those guys could play each other 82 times and I'd be entertained. I think it would, it, it's the Chargers. It is flat out the Chargers. L.A., big presence, Jay-Z. You know, think about the the racial makeup of Los Angeles. And here you have a self-made billionaire in Sean Jay-Z Carter. And there's TMZ where I think they're based out in L.A., aren't they? Correct. Yeah, so... NFL, my guess is, would announce that right around the Super Bowl. Don't you think? I don't know if they could sit on it for that long. We're in August, right? I don't know if they can sit on it till February. I feel eventually the word's going to spread out, at, at least like by October, midway through the season. That's where we're going to start seeing some answers. It might be sooner than that. You know, it might be the word leaks, and you know, Goodell's going to have a press conference. or are getting ready to celebrate their hundredth year. Now they now they cross a racial barrier that hasn't been done. Uh, Goodell is sending a message about some social change, and what's really sad is that instead of celebrating Jay Z as the first black person to be a majority owner in league's history. You're having infighting or saying that he sold out. So if you're Colin Kaepernick and somebody offered you right now the ability to be a majority owner and they were going to fund you, would you turn that down, Colin? Like you've turned down opportunities and you tried to say it was collusion. You want to be a starter. You can't be a backup and have the same soapbox. It won't work. And what I find to be appalling if I'm Jay-Z. That the first black man in America 
to be an owner in the biggest sport in America now has to defend himself that he didn't sell out. That's amazing. Colin, didn't you get a Nike deal? Could you maybe let us know, did you keep the money? Did you donate the money? I mean, what's going on? There is no reason for Jay-Z to get any grief at all about acquiring, quote, a significant ownership interest in an NFL team, which they're saying would be a majority owner. And that has to be the Chargers now thinking about it. Unless the Jets would surprise people and sell, but where's the NFL struggling for juice? Los Angeles, even though with the Rams, right? You have two teams out there. Man, you you look at the the racial makeup, the racial history. You look at the social change in Jay-Z's in Hollywood as an NFL owner with the new multi-billion dollar stadium. And the NFL, at the end of the day, is about taking care of their bank accounts and having the first black person to be an owner in league history. Roger Goodell and the other owners making the right move. And he's not selling out. He earned that. It's amazing that when somebody works hard to make a life for themselves and gets past all the barriers or obstacles or tough times in his life, that there would be one, one negative about Jay-Z becoming the first black person to be an owner in league history. It should be celebrated, not debated. But if the NFL is doing this and Jay-Z earned it, Colin Kaepernick has to fire back because Colin Kaepernick wants to keep division. Eric Reed wants to keep division. They don't want to see the NFL united. They don't want to see people, regardless of the color of your skin, looking at someone for who they are, not the color of the skin. They don't want that. And there's political factions in this country that they don't want peace. They want division. They want it to be black versus white, white versus black. And I'm telling you, the majority of Americans don't see color. They don't. The majority. And I think it's incredible news that Sean J.Z. Carter will soon acquire a significant ownership interest in an NFL team, reports TMZ. And you know what? He's going to pay for it with his hard-earned money. Not a handout, not a freebie. Because if you work hard in America, you can achieve the American dream. And I'm telling you, man, nobody's lived it like Sean J.Z. Carter. Too many people make a living or stand on that soapbox 
trying to keep us racially divided in America because it serves their purpose, not the purpose of the people or the purpose of somebody who works hard to make enough money to acquire significant ownership interest in an NFL team. Is that not the American dream? Don't we all dream of working hard and succeeding and taking care of our family and making a better life for our kids than what we had? Shame on Colin Kaepernick. Shame on Eric Reed. Are you afraid of everybody getting along? To say that Jay-Z can't help when his voice now will be part of that select 32 ownership circle because he wants to work with them. Oh, but he's selling out. No, he's not. He's a smart businessman, and by being inside that circle, he can help. More than kneeling at a game. More than crying out about law enforcement. He will be able to bring change by being one of those 32 owners. If that story is correct. So shame on Eric Reed. Shame on Colin Kaepernick. And again, Colin, that Nike deal worked out pretty good for you. Did you say no, that you didn't want to be a part of it? Now you cut some TV spots, didn't you? Congratulations, Sean Jay-Z Carter. Not only on being married to Beyonce, but becoming the first black person to be an owner in league's history. I do want to thank Graceffo, Wall, John Fass, Zach Gelbs coming up next 24-7. Drop your huge opinions at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 